This episode's brought to you by Will Loden's being a weather change and trying to quit smoking cigarettes right now. So just stuff oh. in the back of my throat. I'm not sick. I just... Mm. Trying to quit cigarettes yeah. again, huh? See, that, that gravel in the back is the HPV. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> but there's a top note. There's a top note of illness. <laughs> you know. <laughs> the finish is HPV. It's, finish, it's yeah. classic, you know. Ah, well, we're uh, we're a foursome here at the very green room today. My co-host, of course, is Ben Daniel. Hello, everybody. We got we got sweet sweet Chad Alexander on the ones and twos. Hello. And our interviewee today is one of the one of the big dicks in Houston comedy. Give it up for Brian Gendron right now. I'm bro. a no. I'm a I'm a grower, not a shower. Uh, <laughs> but thank you. Yeah, happy to be here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I appreciate it. Um, I met you. I guess like right. You started doing comedy right before COVID, right? Uh, or were you? Yeah, about a year before. Yeah, COVID. about a year before COVID. So, I had just moved here and I saw you bouncing around to a lot of different things. And then uh, the world shut down. Uh, <laughs> while while I was getting drunk in my dad's garage, you were planning on bigger and better <laughs> things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you were planning on doing great new stuff. And uh, yeah, it came out with the. Uh, the riot at uh, Rudyard's, which you know started out one night once a month, and uh, now you run it what four or five nights a week? I don't even know anymore. I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah we're, we're actually yeah four, and we're about to start five. We're yeah, about to pop yeah. into Wednesday nights. So. Awesome. It was it was supposed to be a pre-pandemic start, uh, and uh, the the old guard there wasn't happy about it. They, yeah, <laughs> there was, uh, there was discussed the, that with them, and uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, new management uh, was was excited to ditch punk rock music, which is what they had been doing for a long time. And thirty years, yeah, yeah, yeah thirty years of, of history of, yeah, of names yeah. like the Shins and the <laughs> White Stripes and Beyonce as as really, has yeah. I found that out the other day. Uh-huh. Uh, now it's just us telling dick jokes. It's it's well, great. Well, you yeah. know, I mean, it's uh, it's more profitable that way. I think it really is. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Was there ever a point when? During the summers when things were on fire in Minnesota, like random targets, where you thought maybe we shouldn't be branding for it as riot. Yeah, uh, riots that, aren't polling well that was right now. So funny, I remember that. Yeah, yeah you, I remember. I remember it was well. Uh, yeah. We had people. People were like, "Hey, you, 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 maybe you should change your name." And uh, and I was like, "Look, yeah, if I could see into the future <laughs> like you can, yeah, maybe I would have picked a, bit, a different a, name." A different but, name. But, but here what we are. What were the other names on on the short list? Because I know you have, I know you have a list. Nope. No. <laughs> no. That was it. Actually, was the, it? the original right, name, the original name comes from Variety. So it was the first mm-hmm. like two or three shows was was uh, we had actually had a run of six shows booked pre-pandemic before we knew about the pandemic. Oh. We were already starting the riot, so yeah, it really wasn't alleged pandemic for our Republican listeners. Right there, yes. we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, yes, <laughs> the pandemic of northern uh, aggression. Yeah, and I'm every sorry. one of those six shows had a variety act in it. So I remember that. Yeah, Keisha Hunt. It was Keisha and the Queens. We had some drag queens. We yeah. had a New Orleans guy coming over, and we were going to have a uh, was it second line or whatever the yeah 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 the, yeah yeah. Uh, and then for the first two or so shows we did it we had tommy drake i don't know if you guys know this tommy drake a uh, well-known houston comedian legend he's also a street performer so he could juggle so yeah. he juggled like an apple a bowling ball and like a sword or something a chainsaw like, too a chainsaw, he brought yeah, yeah, yeah. It was something crazy it wasn't a chainsaw but i think it was a yeah, sword yeah and then he like caught the sword in his mouth and the apple on the sword it was insane right yeah but then i just in like two shows in I'm like, I don't want to book Variety Acts. I just don't want to track down fucking magicians. Like, yeah. okay. Jugglers. And, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's where the name comes from. The Riot. In, it's the, we put the Riot in Variety. Okay. And, there yeah, we go. Yeah. Ah, I like that a lot. Yeah. Well, 
I do. <laughs> no, no, I didn't. I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The idea was like, you know, look, we, you know, we didn't. We were new comics, so we didn't have a lot. We weren't going to be able to bring new material every week. So like that way, we could have something that would bring people back. It'd be it'd be a reason to come back. Yeah. No, you know, I don't know. I they feel they're going to get something different each time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, y'all, y'all are looking at me. I was I, no, we, no, I don't know. You just gave me a nod, like there was I'm, something. Else. I'm like, still stuck on when, when you said Keisha and the Queens. It just sounds like a '50s doo-wop. <laughs> I would have gone with Keisha and the Studs because I think that's way, the way she goes. But uh, <laughs> yeah. I could see Keisha hitting a slide out in a solo and just yeah. like you know singing. The, yeah. For my money, for my entertainment dollar, there's nothing funnier in the comedy world than Keisha Hunt threatening to fuck old straight white women. Yeah, <laughs> that that does. I Just saw that happen in spring. Yeah, yeah. She's like, I got the dicks in the car right here. And I was <laughs> Whatever like, oh. color you want. <laughs> She's always packing. Yeah. The um, but no, the you know that was the original intent, and then of course it morphed into something different. That first show was uh, John Wessling and uh, Tommy Drake. That was yeah. the combo. The second show that we had. Remember, you guys remember when we came back for like a couple hot couple weeks? Yeah, we were opened back up in Texas in twenty twenty, yeah. and then they shut mm-hmm. it down and again. They <laughs> shut it back down. Yeah, we had like a Memorial Day, and everyone, everybody went nuts. Well, everyone was hugging each other like they had come back from war. It was yeah, like yeah, yeah, it, yeah. it had gotten it had gotten like really weird for a while, just because like nobody in the comedy world wants to spend that much time with themselves. Yeah, it's and not good to do that much introspection when you have that much damage. Yeah. <laughs> These are all, all true. And especially if it's just you alone tweeting, like like you're gonna like, it got weird when like when like lines were drawn during the pandy, and they were like, if you go out and you do a comedy show right now, you're worse than Hitler. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I was just like, well, I'm gonna do the shows. I'm just not gonna post about it. Also, you know, like. I love the economies that sprang up. Like, you can't perform unless you have Vax records. I got Vax records three for 200, bro. Like, what you want to do on the Vax cards? And, yeah. and OnlyFans. That's another economy, Onlyfans, that, economy that, that, that sprung up. Mushroomed sure. out. Mushroomed out. Uh, everyone yeah. went from baking bread to selling feet pics really, really <laughs> quickly. I'll never understand the feet thing, man. Like, as long as I live. Like, I just, if you're a feet person, I think you're weird. I hope none of my friends. If are you feet have nice people. feet, it's just a nice to have. Yeah, but it's not like the yeah, yeah, it's not yeah, the yeah. Main attraction. But you know, it's, yeah. But I don't, I've never looked at a pair of feet like man. Put your arches together. I want to fuck them. See, like, exactly. There's same, a line for same. But have you had a they, foot? Have you had a foot job? No. Have you? You definitely had a yeah. foot job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's giving himself. He's giving himself a foot job. Yeah. <laughs> Not, I don't think I ever. Is have. that why you do the yoga so you can give? Yeah, that's <laughs> you just get your yeah. I don't think I ever have. No, oh, it's fine. You know, like, no one, think. One. you would know. Yeah, <laughs> you would I remember. Feel like it would be kind of rough, like. right? Well, so when ladies take care of their feet, it's not super rough, but uh-huh. like you know, it's not. Once again, that that's not the main course. You know, like like when you're when you're when you're getting. We're having a five course meal. Like, sure, maybe get a. <laughs> that's the jalapeno poppers that's, of that's sex. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If sex is an Potato Applebee's, skins. then yeah. 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 That's. <laughs> let's, let's move on to the blooming onion. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> is My that best the... friend's a fucking foot job yeah. person. I'm not. No, no, I have had them. <laughs> you didn't say you'd enjoy them. But anyway, so we had that gap yeah. of time uh, where, where then we weren't able to perform again. And then uh-huh. our next show back, this is kind of interesting, we brought back uh, the fun- winners of 
uh, funniest comic in Texas, which I don't know if that's ever coming back. When the improv no. thing. So the last one was 2019. So the winner, the West Corn wouldn't come. West Corwin wouldn't. He, Shout he, out West Corwin. out, but we yeah, love. Yeah, very yeah, funny yeah. comic. Yeah. Big pussy. <laughs> Started, yeah, no, 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 no. I st- I, he did. He lived in Memphis for a while. I no, agree. He's, very funny comic. He, Huge puss. It was related to the pandemic. Uh, <laughs> he's afraid of spreading it to family or something yeah. like that. Okay. So anyway, so he oh, didn't come. I so want then, to keep my grandmother alive. <laughs> so it was uh, yeah. it was Ralph Barbosa, which is which yeah. I want to get back to that in a second. Uh, and then uh, Des Pruitt, and then Des White yeah. uh, ended up taking uh, Wes's spot. Now Ralph, so Ralph Barbosa was on our second show. I have never seen anybody, and so far in my young career as a booker in comedy, ascend as fast as Ralph Barbosa has. It's insane. Yeah, yeah, no, it's uh, wild. I was like, I was hanging out with him at that show, and like he he went, I think, to the C group afterwards with me, and I, he was like, "Yo, man, you're pretty funny." I'm like, "Yeah, I've been doing it for a lot longer than you," and now he's like <laughs> yeah. selling out shit and like love him to death. It's fucking awesome. He's doing great. I, mean, I don't know. I've got like uh, like Michael Costa in a couple of weeks. I've got like David Nihill. I've got like these some of these big well known acts, and nobody. I mean, he's almost sold out, and it's over a month in advance of four shows. Wild, yeah, wild. Um, and yeah, I remember doing him doing that show you know, for like fifty bucks. Yeah, for like, yeah, 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 for like yeah, because yeah. yeah. he needed the fifty bucks. Then he would drove back to Dallas. No, cut to, hair and then cut yeah hair. to cut hair in the morning. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, wild. So, so it, it's really exciting to me to see that kind of growth and 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 foster law or not foster law to do anything but you huh. know, to be able to, to be, be a Watch part of that it, yeah, and then yeah. Houston you know who is that person who's the next one and who mm-hmm. could that be and exciting to have a stage where we can help them get stage time and grow yeah know. no it's it's one of the best best rooms that I've ever been able to work in and I really like that uh, but let's talk about you now. Uh-huh. <laughs> I have a question for yeah. you. Like, I feel like I have a pretty good handle on your like workout routine because of all of it. <laughs> no, for yeah. real. Like, I I get the hot yoga. I get the that piece of it. But yeah. what do you do as far as vitamins uh, supplements? Oh yeah, on that dude. side of it because the- there's not really. Good question. Yeah. So every day I drink a green smoothie. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, I have the, what is it? I used to have the Ninja and I got the Vitamix. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So I'll make like three days worth of green smoothie, which is like cucumbers, spinach, apple, no kale. Everybody's always like kale, carrots, celery, and then like flaxseed, uh, uh, hemp seed, collagen, all this stuff. Right. And that's just to force feed myself to get my vegetables and fruits every, okay. every day. So I leave that thing in the in the fridge. I'll pop it out and put some fresh ice in there to get me a fresh one every morning. Right, there you I go. I was mason jarring it up, but it's not. It's you're not just, the same. You're just drinking mm-hmm. soup. So <laughs> there's a new technique I discovered a few months ago to make it a little more pleasant. All right. And then uh, the wife gets like, the, she's a chiropractor. She gets the best vitamins out there. So she's got a, some multi, uh, like the perfect blend of wow. omega-3s and all the, you know, the vitamins and all that. That's great. So. Yeah. Now my, my, my morning routine is uh, I get, I get fish oil, uh, fish oil big cup absolutely. of coffee, mm-hmm. cigarette, runny dump, cigarette. you know, uh, <laughs> touch my toes for a second. Just go, yeah. Oh fuck. All right. All right. Let's did I text anyone weird last night. Nope. All right. Call my girlfriend. No, no, no. That's yeah. That was going. my routine. My routine was more like that. I wake up, have a couple cigarettes. <laughs> this is you know five years ago. Uh, yeah, I've tried to see what I was missing out of my my wallet, <laughs> <laughs> credit cards, and yeah. Now I replace credit. I used to lose my credit cards all the time. Now I replace them because they're worn out. It's a weird that's, place in life. That's that I'm growth, at now. though. Yeah. You know, like <laughs> yeah. that's just yeah, growth yeah. as a person. I think well, because. Y'all have all. Have y'all have all. All right. This is this this is another one of those times where I'm like. Getting getting outnumbered again. Y'all have all done comedy sober since you started doing comedy, correct? Correct. Yeah. Only sober. Yeah. Only sober. Yeah. 
Only my version. We've got to change the name of our podcast, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think we're misleading. We got a couple of Scandinavian uh, listeners, and I think they wanted us to talk about pot. And it's like, there's these comics from Houston are very sad. I can't say that I'm, I'm more like ben, ben now and that I'm more California. I don't smoke. I, I really try to stay away from smoking. So I used to had a bad cigarette right. habit for fucking uh, decade years. and a half. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's why I smoke was is still kind of replacement therapy for the cigarettes. For the sm- yeah. Well, I, so I just do the edibles. And, and so like... Uh, yeah, and I try. To, I don't make it a habit either. It's just whenever I've got a little bit of downtime. Yeah, Thanksgiving's. A, well, we have a show on Thanksgiving. God damn it! Well, whenever I yeah. get downtime. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's the crazy thing about you, because like, is you've you've been this Brian for as long as I've known you, but I've seen <laughs> pictures <laughs> of you from oh, the before uh, four time. Yeah. Oh, of, and, of, uh, of W Brian. Yeah, and it's yeah. it's almost like the the. The version of you now, it really is hard to believe yeah. that that you were very, very different. Right. And I mean, not for nothing, that's something to be proud of, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, uh, sure. but it, it's it's crazy to see and to hear your stories about where you came from. Uh-huh. Uh, and it's something that you don't push a lot. And it's something you don't really you know talk about as far as, uh, at least I know that I've been aware of. But whenever you right. see it, you're like... God damn you, successful bastard! Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, I, I got found dig. it. Those are some fun pockets to dig in for comedy. That um, in some cases I wasn't ready for, like sobriety and stuff. And I don't, and I feel like people don't like. I don't know. I well, you don't like, hit it on stage. You're which, in a room yeah, full not, of not to hit it on yeah, stage. Yeah, 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 so, yeah, yeah. Not well, even. Like, yeah. yeah, like as someone gets to know you. Yeah, it really is remarkable mm. that like you know you've you've you're wearing a. Peloton jacket right now. Yeah, <laughs> Peloton. I don't even have it anymore. But yeah, but how like critical? Yeah, so like, like how critical fitness and everything is for you now. Yeah, and right. to know where you came from was was that is your current dedication and almost obsession with it born out of you know what it felt like to be you know overweight and unhealthy and everything else and it's it's something that you're like really cause yeah. You, when I met you, I met you at El Cantone at the yes. open mic at the, at yes, the pizza yeah. thing there. I remember, yeah. And uh, you were very quiet. You were yes. just observing a lot of things. You had yeah. a lot of questions. Right. Uh, and I was a dummy that was only three years in. So it was like, sure, I'm going to give you advice. Yeah, oh, I know fucking, everything. Yeah, what the <laughs> fuck do I know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> What's but, that old joke? Is like the, the, the worst people in the world are like uh, juniors in college and second year lawyers just because they kind of think that they know everything about how yeah, the world is yeah. around them. Third year comics are very similar where they're like, yeah. I know what's funny now. Uh, I figured it out. And, uh, yeah, yeah. Full, yeah, full of dumb shit and loud opinions. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, that's yeah, pretty much yeah. what it was. Uh, but like, I I remember seeing you uh, go to those mics and really like watch. You, you'd watch and observe like every every comic, and I'd have to imagine that you probably did that to a lot of the rooms in Houston too, and you kind of saw like, that's oh, point. there's a void here, there's a hole here, I can improve this here, and then now, arguably the hottest comedy club in Houston right. you're running it dude yeah that's interesting observation of observing me observe but yeah <laughs> you're right though uh, and without even thinking about it uh, I was going to the room just trying to get better at comedy and then you're just trying to do the things like man I want to get on the secret groups like yeah. I want to get in their Facebook group which yeah. is like the Houston yeah. 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 those are the stupid goals you have yeah. well, I want to get on trash flavored trash yeah. like, the yeah. Tuesday 10pm show yeah I tell my wife I'm like, I'm like wow I finally got on trash flavored trash and I was like what the fuck are you doing how much did they pay you oh yeah. it's a donation show so like yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, when you get on off-white diversity and comedy then I'll be impressed <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. But those are the goals that you get because those are the ones that you're kind of those are the goals that you're sure. kind of handed. Like get your hot five. So you work through that. Yeah. But you know, I've I've got an entrepreneurial mind, and so I, to your point, you know, I'm always thinking. I'm in the room thinking about, wow, this isn't run very well. Uh, wow, the most of these shows aren't run very well. Wow, these audiences are really neglected. Uh, they yeah. they're not welcomed properly. They're not feeling like they're a part of it. It kind of felt like all of our comedy shows and a lot of cases still do that. Like they're, they're just audiences just coming into our space and then they're leaving. But yeah. It's, it's uh. about entertainment. It's their space. They're paying for this space. We're here. We're there to entertain them. They're not on our turf. We're in some ways on theirs. Can it, do you feel like with as much time and energy that you put into the production side of comedy and to running the riot successfully, uh-huh. You get the benefit of seeing all of these comics come through your space, which is beneficial, but you also lose all of the time that you have to put into the producing that you could be on stage. Yeah. Do you feel like that that you're moving slower on stage because you produce yeah. as far as your growth would be? For sure. Well, I get a ton of stage time because I give it to myself. Yeah. <laughs> that's part yeah, of I mean, it. that's, that's, that's part, part of the, the deal. Yeah. But, but the writing process is slower. Um, the development is faster in that uh, maybe about six to eight months ago, Drew and I both kind of looked at each other like, dude, we got to bring more crowd work into these shows just because we got people coming back and we got to give them something different. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, that experiment has really, I mean, leaps and bounds. My crowd work's gotten better my comfortability on stage has gotten better and that's elevated all the material because if you can you know i think the best comics weave in crowd work into their material to make it feel unique in that moment and so i've been able to find a lot of that balance and then i write at a i have been finding material at a clip of about five a good five evergreen every 90 days and i gotta be happy with that that's pretty good yeah yeah yeah. uh yeah no i was i was gonna like say because yeah i've sat down and written with you before and from like kernel to you know fully gestated tree it's a lot shorter when you get that when you get quality stage time because there are some people who like probably do they do like six nights a week of open mics and things and it's still garbage because they can't tell with an actual attentive audience if they're being an asshole or if they're being a funny asshole you know (laughs) like uh Uh, there's 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 that sort of stuff but i haven't been able having not i used to hit mics all the time i just don't have the energy anymore and my wife won't fucking allow it i'm on the same day through wednesday i can't like a lot of the nights where people mic are the nights in my industry where i make the most money so it's like if i'm gonna do book shows on the weekend nights then during the weekday nights i pretty much have to be working to support this and it's like i can't pass up 500 bucks at my job to go do a free five minutes at el Pablito. I have to just work things. I like how that's constantly our, our punchline, yeah. even though yeah. we started that mic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, that, that mic fucking mic. sucks. And yeah. we started doing like, yeah. <laughs> The history yeah. of that mic is me and Jesse met with Eduardo. Jesse sold him, and Jesse walks into the parking lot and says, I really don't want to run an open mic. It's yours. Yeah. And drove off. <laughs> this is me and my first year of comment. Like, yeah. You run this now, but I've yeah. never ran anything. Apart from like alternating with you at Monday nights at Bubba's when I started, yeah. But it's like, by the way, this Mexican restaurant mic is yours now. Yeah, and I was like, all right. Yeah. And we ran it for a while, and then we passed it on to the next person. <laughs> Shout out Sean Michael Sorley for um, uh, making us not have to deal with that Poblito anymore. Yeah, no, no. So, I, no. A, a curious a curiosity of mine. Um, you so you book yourself on these shows. You you have a room. It's your right to do so, mm-hmm. but um, you're. Your face is on damn near every flyer, righteously so. It's your room. Do it. Um, you're at the desk checking people in. You're upstairs walking people to their seats. Um, 
have you had a situation or felt a situation where you're so familiar to these crowds that are coming in that do you feel that it is hurting your ability to get over to them on stage because they they get so much FaceTime with you and so much connection with you. Yeah. Is it hard to surprise them because of that? Or is it easier? Or, or how does... So it could be. I don't know. So I try to balance it with, with crowd work, giving them something unique. Uh, I do try and come up and at least have something new. I've got, I've got about an hour of material that I'm always kind of cycling through. So chances are they may have... They may have heard one piece of the set. They might have not heard another. But here's the real phenomenon, which I think is really cool. They know the. They probably know the bit, or at least know kind of where it's going. People don't. People honestly don't remember what the fuck yeah. they say. <laughs> they that's, really that's, don't. That's one thing that I realized. Most people don't fucking remember. But here's. But we have people that come time and time again. But the cool thing that we have at the riot, and it's part of our the secret of our marketing, or not even a secret. I'll share it with you. But uh, they come back and they bring in their friends. And so then they can lean over and be like, oh, wait, this is a good one. You got, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, so yeah, then yeah. They're, they're kind of get to be the guide and part of the experience. So I think that saves as well. So, um, and, and, and just to, to kind of finish that thought, the, um, the secret of that, and it's not a secret, but remarketing is, is king. So you get people to come to your show. You have to show, have a good experience. You have to book good comics. It has to be a good experience. And then you trail them with ads and whether it's on uh, social media, Google, all that stuff. You QR use those codes, tools. all that stuff. You use those tools, email addresses. Use all the tools to just stay top of mind with them. That oh yeah, I had a great experience. And then they come back and they bring friends, and it's overwhelming how mm-hmm. many people. Um, I go, have you been and here the- before? Yes and no, 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 because they brought them. If that makes sense. Yeah, that keeps the plate spinning, right? Like, yeah. Like it's, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. 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 Also, and, yeah. And in that way, like these people are kind of cluing their friends into, like, hey, like there's this thing. Like, I, like it, it's almost like, uh, it's, well, I'm going to use the word secret. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's so cool because, like, word of mouth would sometimes suggest that, like, you just tell them and then they go. Yeah. We don't have, we have an experience where they're, they're almost always bringing them. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, let's come with me. It's yeah. pretty neat. Right? It's a testament to a good experience. Right. And I think, I think there's, there's just some psychological stuff too. Like I've had, I've had people, more people have come up to me in the past his month being like, Hey dude, you opened for Shane Gillis. And I go, yeah, I did. And they go, that was awesome. And I go, do you remember anything? And they go, no, you were just funny. And I'm like, oh yeah, they don't, (laughs) they don't like, we just remember you because you sound like this, but like, yeah, they don't. Yeah. They don't remember. Yeah. They remember remember what you look like. (laughs) Yeah. They remember generally what your sentiment (laughs) was. And a vibe. And a vibe. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know? You know, yeah. They'll probably remember any a piece of crowd work you did, but your yeah. material. Just, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> they like, like you're the Sally Fourth guy. Yeah, like, they, yeah. they, yeah. they like that I chugged that beer at the beginning. Yeah, and, uh, do that. yeah, 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 yeah. And then no, none, none of the other stuff. So. I'm sorry to say it, but nobody at this table's uh, material is memorable. Yeah, agree to disagree. Yeah, yeah. It's just not. We're just not yeah. memorable. I still get my shit quoted back to me pretty frequently from people who have seen me once. No, I know. I'm general. Realizing, but yeah, yeah, I know. Oh. Oh, that's good stuff. I, yeah. uh, <clears throat> I'm going horse. I wanted to ask, like, out of all the different shows that you've ran through there, the different concept shows, which is your favorite from just an enjoyment perspective? The next one, um, <laughs> yeah. you know, it really is. But no, I, but, and, I, and that, that's true too because we developed one today. I'm, I cannot wait for it. Uh, it is uh, Lotto Marie. Formerly MC Lotto and uh, Jeff Joe, I'm running a dating dating game show called Swipe Right on Wednesdays, and I just contacted Bumble, Tinder, and Hinge, and I told them each that, that 
um, that there are audience favorites, even though yeah. you know, then like every time we ask audience members where they met, it's almost always Hinge. It's almost always Tinder. It's, it's almost, almost always, always Bumble. It's yeah. almost always yeah. wherever anyone's going to give me advertising yeah, yeah. money. It's very <laughs> rarely blackpeoplemeet.com. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Farmers only. Yeah. But, uh, but no, so, so that one's really an exciting project. I love those two comics. They're the right people to run that show. And it's, we're going to run it like, uh, remember Singled Out? So I'm going yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was all written by comics. Uh, 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 who's the guy that wrote the Chappelle show? Co-wrote the Chappelle show. He just Neil, Brennan. Neil Brennan. Neil Brennan was a writer for that show. Oh. Uh, Chris Gethard, right? Wasn't he the co- was he co-host? He, he wrote for it. for. Yeah. I think he was the head writer for a so while. Anyway, too. So um so yeah, so I'm going to go take a bunch of their games. We're just going to fuck with single people for a couple hours and then let them all mix and mingle and probably fuck in the, in the bathroom at rest. You know? so, uh, I've seen a lot of people fuck in those parking lots. It's but, but, gross. But to your point, uh, my, favorite, my favorite existing show is You Look Like. Yeah. I'd love for it to be the couch, but we're not there yet. Uh, yeah. I'd love for it to be off the dome, uh, and sometimes it is, but because it's the spontaneity associated with with kind of both those shows. But no. but you look like uh, has definitely grown into the best production that we have. Yeah. Um, for our produce show, I'm really I'm really happy that Ben Ben hosted uh, for me. Yeah, yeah, he did great yeah. when I'm, when I literally couldn't speak. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> Viral's gonna be awesome. I'm excited excited about working for Viral. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, yeah. Viral's, Viral's finding its footing. Which yeah. Is Viral's, really cool. Viral's growing. I'm excited about that. Um, yeah, the new shows—they're fun, you know. Like, yeah. call me, call me a sucker for an old-fashioned showcase, you know, every once in a while. But yeah, right. yeah. I, uh, well, that's the other secret, right? To people who are coming back, we just we have you know such variety. Yeah, we have maybe twelve or so different shows that they can attend, and and they know that either you're going to come for a headliner who's visiting from out of town, or you're going to hit you know local produced, well produced, and well run shows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, in a roundabout way, you're circling back to the variety. Yeah, good point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we still put the riot in variety. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's just on, hey, on you know, a little more modern, less vaudevillian. Okay. You know, it's uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That's right. <laughs> so we're still on brand. Um, and now, of course, you know, we designed the new room, and we made we gave that we we almost cut that stage short. It was originally almost going to be eight by eight, and then I was like, wait, we got to fit a couch. We got to have roast yeah. shows. So we we. Maybe lost a few seats to make sure we so could continue. Kept it, what ten by ten or twelve by twelve? Uh, twelve by eight. Twelve by eight. Yeah, to right, yeah. continue these productions that we already mm-hmm. started on, on the punk rock stage. We can <laughs> yeah, move it over to the. I comedy don't know. It's stage. not. I mean, like I've had punk rock shows on a smaller than a twelve by eight stage. So yeah. It's, okay. Good. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I used to hate building stages at breweries. That was one of the reasons that I left Memphis is because I didn't want to produce shows anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I've come to realize that you have to if you yeah. want to stay yeah. uh, like relevant uh, and. Uh, yeah, no, I building building stages. That's that's fun. That that you're fascinated by all those processes, man. Yeah, and I think of I think of the uh, the the room now, uh, and I've always kind of thought about rooms in terms of like ballpark terms. Yeah. So it's like the bar is in play now, boys. Yes. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah, that's yeah. funny. Yeah, just a very and short center field fence right there in the front old, of you. The old stage is like the upper deck. We call it the mezzanine, but it could be the upper deck. Yeah, the upper yeah. deck. Yeah. I, I like yeah. I like how the that you fill out the front and like into the round of the the room, and oh, yeah. then you then the f- overflow is in the back. Like right. it, it can still. I was thinking. I was talking to Zach. I think you know, one of your guys, and I was like, "Would y'all put um, big curtains up to like shut off the room?" No, because there are a bunch of speakers back there, right? Yeah, a couple things. Well, we have the speaker, we got the TV, so those would both be blocked out if we put the curtain up. But also, um, we figured out like we can turn off all the lights over there, and then we just leave on this one light on the old Rudd's heart, and it looks so 
goddamn cool. Yeah, uh, yeah. And yeah, the, and, the, and 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 because it's such a small room anyway, and all the laughter's kind of going this. You don't really it, the sound doesn't really dissipate over there. It doesn't mm-hmm. feel any less empty. It kind of just looks like an extra stage. So lights off. It's it's kind of uh, no. it's it doesn't really make yeah. any difference. You're right. Yeah. So we're not going to put. We thought about putting the curtains up. We also thought about leaving the stage. The, like it came down to the last minute. We had stuff on order to put that stage exactly where it used to be, shotgun style. Huh. And uh, goddamn, that would have been a mistake. Uh, comedy <laughs> belongs on the long wall. It yeah. just does. Yeah. You know, comedy it's, stages belong on the long wall. I can't speak for anybody else, but as a tall person. The viewing, the ability to see the crowd is so much better at this angle than it used to be. I used to 100%. be blind. On you can that see faces stage. third, yeah, third fourth row. row. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't row. get first yeah. row because 100%. my height perspective on that stage was just like dead lights in the eyes. Yeah, you got it so was, much more to work with now. Because I was much better. Yeah, from I, 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 I agree wholeheartedly. Yeah, no, it's just like you feel like you're about to get abducted by aliens in there or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes. Like, like they're just sometimes like, oh God, don't take me, Jesus. Um, and then it was really funny when sometimes you would get like mean old out of town comics to come in and they'd be like, turn the lights up in here. And you're like, all right, well, I guess fuck this ambiance because you don't want to have an hour of material yes. written. Yep. <laughs> so like, you're right. Oh. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, we're almost, we're not even done with the project. We've still got, actually, today they put up some side lights. So we're going to have more lighting. Cool. Um, just so we don't have the blind spots for the people viewing from the sides. And there's dead spots when you move back towards the um, LEDs. Oh. So um, helps with some of that, and then we got three new speakers coming up. So those are gonna fill the room. I went to New York like two weeks ago, and I was I went to like five comedy clubs, and I was just what Chad was saying, just observing. <laughs> yeah, like, no. what, <laughs> what else can we do? And what, so, what are some of the things you saw? Yeah, I mean those those lights, those light bars on the side was straight out of the stand. Mm-hmm. Um, having the speakers surrounding the room, same mm-hmm. thing. All the comedy clubs have that, and so yeah, piping in, piping in the the the. Noise, I guess. Yeah, yeah kind of. So, the, the, in, in, in focusing on not just filling the room, but like a speaker above the door so we don't have that noise from downstairs. A speaker oh, okay. above the bar so the people who are on those bar seats will know to shut the fuck up. Well, yeah, and, and to drain out some of the, the, the mouthy comics in the back so they don't, they're not, you know, they're going to do it no matter what, apparently. Uh, so, no, I told, I, yeah. When Will gets mad, you people know, uh, and I, I've I've put it on the message boards. I have put it out to every loud comic that I know in Houston that the yeah, next you, time I see someone fucking talking uh, in the back of any comedy room that I am a part of, I'm putting my hands on them. <laughs> uh, I, I don't give a fuck how you sexually identify anymore. Uh, like like where I, you fucking where yeah, where are you put that? This is going to be the greatest dilemma in comedy history if uh. Andy Huggins starts talking in the back <laughs> of the show. <laughs> yeah. Why do they do this? You're Andy 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 loves me. We were talking about that. Andy will sit in the green room and talk shit all night, which is acceptable. That is acceptable behavior. Uh, even if some of the green room's right next to the stage or whatever, I would prefer if you were a little quiet in there, but whatever. That's the green room. That is comic space to do whatever the fuck you want. If you are in the motherfucking place where people motherfucking buy tickets to have a good time, shut the fuck up unless you are going, ha, 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 ha. I, I, I wish, I w- you mean, you decree, but I just, I don't, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. for, the, for the history, for the future of comedy, it's just never going to, it's, it's, it's always going to be a problem. It's, it's, it's. Not on my watch. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, it is one of the most frustrating things to me as a producer who, do, who goes and does everything, try to make everything right about the audience experience, and then you just yeah. have selfish people who 
Uh, if to, you don't want to watch have, comedy, don't watch comedy. That's yeah. always been my my thing. Like, I, 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 it's cool that I get to, you you get to get into comedy stuff for free. It may get you a hand job later, like bringing your lady into something for free or whatever. However, yeah. when you are in there, watch the comedy. Like, you won't see me upstairs if it's a comic that I already know their act or they're not trying a new bit or anything. Like, I'm downstairs smoking a cigarette thinking about me as a narcissist. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know? Like, yeah. Like, yeah. If I don't want to listen wrong. to If you, I know I your act, I'm not going to, like, watch you. Like, like, like I've wa- I, I watch all of y'all because I know y'all are coming up with new shit constantly. Like, like, if I'm texting Chad, I'm like, and Chad's like, and especially for, like, some of the shows that we run together that it is topical humor, I want to see how this stuff worked, especially stuff that I pitched. <laughs> And it, you know, like, yeah. uh, I will say you look like is the only show I won't leave any sets of. Yeah. Because even the people you put in the middle, I want to watch them die in the hell spot. Well, yeah, those, those, yeah, those, those hell spots, spots we're, 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 we're looking to change those. That's the one thing that I want to get right better. The only time hell spots have worked are when we've had fucking A material comics come up in there and do them. Uh, so we're going to we're gonna shorten those. Well, the good news is for the... You'll have a a comics because you'll have the headliner and the feature for the weekend. Yeah, right? now that's, that you're that's on Friday fan, nights. fantastic. And if they uh, if they want to just go up there and fuck around, yeah, no, that's that's perfect. I mean, um, I'll I'll let them know what they're getting into. Yeah, but, uh, like Renan Hirschberg's going to be lined up with your next one. Perfect. I, you, you've uh, got it. You've got. And you. he's perfect because he's just la- he's a loud little Jewish guy. <laughs> he's, like, he's just going to yeah. scream them into listening. So yeah, yeah. Part- that's 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 one of the ways to to get over a hell spot is to be a really loud comic. Uh, the other one is to come up and start roasting all the other audience members after the second round. Like, like you can just do you can do great straight crowd work stuff. Um, yeah, so those are those are the ways to win the hell spot. Um, sorry. Uh, yeah, but yeah, I guess to like decree and everything. I'm excited about the Friday night thing. Yeah. Friday night's a, a good night. Well, it's, 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 a, it's a win-win. Our, our 9 o'clock Friday is probably our most popular show. We had over 130 people there last weekend, yeah. um, and now we can get to about 140 with all the new what we have yeah. for the setup and so uh, getting like even like 10% if we can probably get 10% to stick around just on the whole premise that hey look it's fast yeah it's funny it's something completely different than what you just saw mm-hmm. people will stick yeah and I mean you know temp, you know, we can probably get more than 10, 10 I, 20% I, I, I think yeah we can get we can get more of that and then people us it, I, what I'm excited about a lot of people that come to the Sunday show are there are they're regulars to the two you look like like that's and that's one of your yeah, things. So we've like had we, people ask, you know, what's yeah. the next you look like? People are coming back to specifically yeah. you look like it's it's definitely got it's traction. It's mean and cathartic, and, and, it's, <laughs> on the, and it's on the festival, so we're yeah. excited about that. Yeah, we might, we might run more than one on our comedy festival. So. I'm down. I'm mm-hmm. down. Yeah. Oh, so you've gotten even though you've only been doing comedy about as long as I have about four years. We're in the same. Yeah. Yeah, we're like, pretty like, much in like how, when did you April first was my. Um, April 26th. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, no, same month. May 26th. I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, okay. I'm a month behind month and behind. change behind yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Like, you've gotten to touch some pretty big stages and open for some pretty big people. Yeah. Like, what's been the best moment for you so far on oh, your good question, stage dude. journey? Uh, definitely Jim. I work with Jim Gaffigan at that was, George yeah. R. Brown for uh, the, the the Ranchers of America. What's, what was that? I remember we, we sat down for that at uh, like Common Bond or something yeah. and, uh, and tried to work out some ranch appropriate. You, you told me all the, the parameters that they needed too and yeah. you're like, eh, Jim Gavigan, that's awesome. Uh, uh, so there was like 2,300 people. Uh, yeah. Apparently that's my demographic because yeah. I got three applause breaks. There for, you go. You know, and, uh, man, it was so fun. And then just working with Jim and then getting to hang out with him after uh, watching his set. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I mean, it was incredible. And I brought in um, uh, Mike McRae 
paid nice. him really well to come out and, and feature for him. And yeah, man, what a, what a, what a fucking Hell night. Yeah. So that's, that's definitely top of the list. And that, or one of the, to- yeah, that's top, top of the list. Uh, we had some really cool shows. We had like Cypher sounds came into the riot and mm-hmm. he did a show where he brought up a bunch of comics and cut it up with them after their set, you know, made fun. That was a lot of fun. Barbosa was on that one. And I got to do that. So that one was a lot of fun. Uh, and then just getting to work with, with some of, some of, some of you guys, man, you know, like some of the, some yeah. of the shows with, with some local comics has just been uh, I, delight over the I years. I was 50, 50 on how you'd answer that question. Yeah. That's why I asked. I was like, you're either going to say Gaffigan yeah. or you're either going to say it's the haha for hope shows because oh, you get to do yeah. them for charity because like Dude, my list cool. is either the theater show I got to do or the wheelchairs for warrior gig I've gotten yeah. to do because oh, that's man. a different sort of. Yeah, haha for hope at the Houston Improv right before the pandemic. That's, yeah, yeah, good call, dude. That one was so good, and the first haha for hope at the Fugger Group was also just incredible. Yeah, it's. I just felt like it would be remiss not to have you mention that all your charity work. Yeah, besides all the other great stuff, we're that you excited done. to bring that back too. We we did a pop up one at the, at the Improv last month. It it was successful. It was hard to. That it, was super short notice, though. That's I mean, that's what the pop up. The pop up. I hate the idea of the pop up. I wish I didn't. Um, I wish I'd stop doing it. It's the second time I did like a pop up format, and I got to remember, dude, those are they suck. They're hard yeah, to yeah, pull yeah, off. Yeah. And we still it was still a success. We gave you know two thousand dollars to this family in Fort Myers, and yeah. you know people who lost their job, their house, and their cars, like just everything. Yeah, so, everything. You know, they were very appreciative. We did that, uh, but you know, we only had like forty people in the improv. Thankfully, they were like a down ass forty people. Right. I and mean, if you have a charity show, you find that everybody's in a good mood. They're, I've I've worked know. a couple of improv shows, like like the 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 Wednesday night shows that this like no one uh, showed up to or promoted. You're like, well, I hope these forty people in the front really like me. Otherwise, this is a big room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they were, and they were cool. So I mean, you know, I don't know if they, I'm not sure if they were, yeah. but. Um, yeah, and you know, fine. I would, man, fuck me. I almost want to get plants. Like, they're you know those audience members that are just like <laughs> yeah. they're the one that just kind of leads the crowd. Yeah. I thought he meant actual like decoration. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm like, there's a like, Home Depot. Yeah. Like, down it's like, what's stopping you? Man? We should Ma'am, get some plants. Look to the left of you right now. There's a ficus. <laughs> yeah, tell yeah. me you're not entertained. <laughs> yeah. You can just yeah. go complete ripoff and just call it between three ferns. Yeah, <laughs> I like it. Uh. But I've got to find like you know every now every sh- you know every now and again you have a show where there's that one person that you know is like bringing that crowd to, to the next level at the secret I'm, group it's Jake the guy who wears Jake, full leather yeah, yeah Jake's, yeah, Jake's yeah, a good yeah, example yeah, yeah. or Eric Jake's the guy the that draws yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Or that, that weird guy the Egyptian guy that comes now yeah 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 he laughs big at the mustache. wrong yeah, yeah, yeah he, he laughs, laughs during the, the wrong <laughs> parts of the jokes but it's still encouraging For, yeah the first um, time I ever did a show and saw Jake he was wearing like a giant see-through transparent bubble and a dog collar and a leash yeah and I just walked out and I'm like I don't even have enough time in my set for whatever the fuck this is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like you, your first interaction. Your first interaction as you're walking in, you're like, "What? The, what is? What is it?" And then, like the first time you get a laugh out of him, you're like, God, "Thank God!" Yeah, <laughs> I thought I was yeah. being punked. Right. <laughs> I thought Ashton was gonna pop yeah. out of the cream. Yeah. Like, this is your crowd work challenge. Yeah. But, uh, but but anyway, what I was gonna say was we got to take care of those people. Whether it's um, I'm not a big fan of giving free tickets, but right. like go over and get them a drink or, or something that yeah. just shows them that you appreciate that they're there. 
make them come back as much that's, as possible. Yeah, that's 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 the best. Yeah, no, it's uh, that's that's one of my, that's why with the uh, the person that we bring up on stage in the second round of you look like I'm always like I'll I'll buy their fucking yeah I'll I'll get them drinks. Dude, the best one was when that was that black lady's birthday. Oh yeah, <laughs> and, and Jesse just just went to town on her. <laughs> Oh, we had that like that little pixie girl, and then she came back the next the month. The pixie girl did, yeah, yeah, yeah with her with her boy, with her boy. and I think her boy. And he was the one that went he up. was the one that went up. Yeah. That yeah, 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 yeah. That was fun. Uh, here's a fun thing that uh, Frank Casillo. He was a he's a L.A. comic. He yeah. came and he's, he, he beat Matthew Broussard in the Comedy Central roast battles. Yeah, he destroyed him. It was embarrassing for Matthew. <laughs> I love Matthew, but uh, he uh, he at, he at the end of his set. He brought up an audience. He said, whose birthday is it? Brought them up on stage or gave them the option to bring up their spouse on stage. A real fun way to end a show. And that then, is and a good the way. comics came yeah. out and roasted that either that person or the spouse. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, and it's just a great way to kind of end on a high note as long as you're decent mm-hmm. at roasting. Yeah. Uh, Which I'm decent at, but I'm, I'm always the bridesmaid, never the bride. I've been doing roasts for like six years and I don't think I've ever won one. I, I've always been in like... Yeah, you lost to Jamal again. Again. Yeah. I, 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 I always, no, I always, I always have the best round of the night but like I feel uh, like you know you know those old wrestlers that they were like Stone Cold used to beat the shit yeah. out of me and like and like you're, the minor well, leagues as the producer you're the Washington that's the, Generals of yeah, yeah, yeah right. <laughs> let's be real because it is because it's, it's yeah. still a good show yeah, 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 yeah. people are paying to see you kind of yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I gotta tell you there's nothing better mm-hmm. as a producer for that that's that's really what I give a shit about yeah like I don't want lopsided you no, know, no, no, no. You want a good show. Didn't come right. I just, I just want the show to be good. Yeah, exactly. And so you're doing your thing. You're winning. You are yeah, winning, yeah. Will. You are. Yeah. <laughs> in my own way. Yeah. I got to go let in. One second. Yeah. Oh. Uh, shit. I had a thought, and then as soon as you said. I hate roasting. I, a couple, a part of it, I think, is because I don't want to be, I don't like being mean. I just don't, that's not in my nature. I learned at a young age, like, mean doesn't feel good for me. But also, I don't think they, the audience wants me to be mean. They're like, look, you know, this guy's like got it all put together. For me, you know? it's the most myself I get to be on stage. Yeah, yeah. Because I came from a black high school uh, and like <laughs> with these ears, like I grew up being roasted at home and away for pretty much most hours of my day. Right. Like it's just me getting to be myself and be mean in return. Like ever since Chad's Nate shaved his head, like at least ten minutes of my writing a day is just writing jokes about that. <laughs> they don't go anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> but of all the life choices I've ever seen, why you would choose to be the nicest person in the world and make yourself look so angry and aggressive? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I like it. It's I a, think it's it, gives, strange... it, gives them, it gives you some edge that you didn't have. It's yeah. like when yeah. the Undertaker stopped being a dead guy and started being a biker in the <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like, a, yeah. it's like yeah. he's crazy. He's just going through a phase. Like, it's just uh, well, you know, I I I I finally reached the leave Britney alone phase of my hair loss, <laughs> and uh, and this is what it looks like. And uh, you know, you got to move on. I feel on. like this is stage four of your career. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know. Uh, I've been told by many people that I'm going to have uh, my 50s are going to be phenomenal. So, uh, yeah, I turned 40 in like six weeks. So come uh, on, decade. Like, let's get this man. Let's get this going. I'm turning 40 soon, too. Yeah. yeah, what, yeah. what are we doing? What are we doing to celebrate? I don't, I don't we can't drink 40s. Planned. Yeah, you can't. Yeah. <laughs> Which is, yeah. I was, I was like, looking I, forward to that for most of my 20s. And it's I like, what are you, what are you supposed to do when uh, it's like you can't feel like you can disengage from trying to get it together. Like my mindset right now is I'm still trying to figure out what I'm going to do when I grow up. 
Uh, and uh, that and my age don't go together well. <laughs> yeah. No, you can't be shaving your head and be like, I want to know what a real boy's like. Uh, here, here. Can I, can I pitch you a 40-year-old, 50-year-old party, actually? What was that? Key West sex party. Now, all right. So you're going to go to Key West. You're going to be wearing Tommy. Just O'Hammers. join one of the 30 Just that are going on. Thir- yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know. I think you would be, I think you would be a good addition to a thruple. Uh, <laughs> 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 yeah. I mean, in addition to a thruple yeah. so he'd be the fourth the quattro I don't know the yeah. quattro yeah I come in as like look at, your living room is totally disorganized yeah, guys, right now guys, okay? like, yeah. you need to get your shit together also <laughs> guys, let's, 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 let's work on you our taxes you can't be fucking on dirty laundry okay <laughs> get it together Diane yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. alright I changed everyone's oil so they should be good for the next couple of months yeah you uh, know yeah. I'm there to resolve problems and uh, then once that's we can all fucking peace yeah. like that's it's a great it's a great balance. Yeah. <laughs> you've, so you've got a pretty big festival on the horizon for you. <sighs> yeah, man. This is a uh, so actually today I was just t- working on getting our our uh, I can't decide if it's gonna be a thirty or forty foot uh, astronaut inflatable astronaut that's going on the roof of Rudd's. I have to get that on order so it's here in time. I want to get it up on there for a month before the festival. And so we've got the astronaut, and then we've got a banner going across the street. Just making Montrose gay again. I appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, big gay uh, astronaut. <laughs> Who do you think the first comic to try to fuck the astronaut's going to be? Hi, Will Loden. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to call you out as a leader in the <laughs> Man, I wish no, 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 no. I'm not going to get up on things. the roof. I promise. Um, uh, no, no, no. That's going to be got cool. So, so it'll be yeah. yeah so that, I mean, that's just one one piece of uh, sort of guerrilla marketing that we're doing to just get the word out that hey, this thing's going on. We're doing a direct mail campaign in the neighborhood. So. Uh, we uh, we've we're already we're already we're a little bit behind on what I wanted, but we're ahead in terms of what we've sold for pre-sales. Like realistically, what we should be selling, we're we're on pace for that. Of course, you always want to be higher. Yeah. Um, with the weekend passes, we're almost sold out of the early bird VIP people. Awesome. Yeah, and then we move on to regular sales. Um, but uh, so and then we've got 16, 17 headliners that we booked to come in. We've got uh, another ten or so Houston homegrown that we've invited people. Uh, a lot of people who moved to New York, like Grady and uh, Stokes and uh, Tran, those guys are coming yeah. back. Uh, and then we've got 32, including Will, people who are in this national comedy contest, which is uh, we've got 24 comics coming in from out, out of the from uh, 12 from the East Coast, 12 from the West Coast to try to take it out of. Yeah. Out, of, uh, out of the hands of these Houston, eight well, Houstonians that are competing. I'll try my hardest uh, yeah. for the Kumite. So but, that's uh, uh, 32 contestants. Uh, Thursday, Friday will be the preliminary rounds. Everybody performs twice. Then we, we narrow it down to the semifinals. And then the finals is uh, four comics. I'm, I'm thinking this is, I don't know. I should yeah, be we're announcing all this. We're still working on this. Is, I believe how it's going to go. There's a bit of a delay on this anyway. So yeah. Okay, perfect. Fine. Yeah. yeah. Uh, four comics that'll be going into the finals on the last day of the festival. So, nice. um, and there's a bunch of shows going on. I talked about you look like Trey Tuts and the interruption. We got a bunch of podcasts coming in. We got the scissor brothers. We got Jeremiah Watkins stand up on the spot. We got a lot of fun things happening. Big tent going across the street at Rudd's. We expect to hit, fit about 500 people in that tent. And what are then, the dates on that again? Uh, March 23rd through 26th. Should be it's the best be time in Houston weather-wise. Just traditionally it is. got a great shot of getting good weather. And then it's right after rodeo, right before the NCAA Final Four basketball comes that following weekend. So. It's a nice little sweet spot. I, yeah. I did I – did, 
uh, some shows in Indiana during March Madness last year. And uh, let me tell you, no one was a really big fan of comedy uh, right. <laughs> during March Madness. Well, it's it's not a bad time because people come in from out of town. Yeah, it's, you know, well, I think it's I volunteered at the last one, and they said there was like seventy thousand people coming in from out of town, so they got to have something to do at night. Yeah, you know? and there's night where there's like there's what do they do they play the games on Thursday, mm-hmm. and then I think it's. I think that's right. No, Saturday, yeah, Saturday yeah, yeah. and then Sunday they're off, and then Monday. So if you have a show on Monday mm-hmm. between Final Four and We Will, you can expect to have good attendance. Hell yeah! These are things producers think about in advance. <laughs> yeah. Good producers, a, yeah. Good, yeah. Producers. Yeah. 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 yeah, 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 yeah. Brian, where can we find you on social media and everything? Uh, yeah, uh, let me leave with the riot, dude. Just uh, the riot htx.com at the riot htx. Start there, and you can find me. But uh, yeah, Perfect. that's the best place to look. Awesome. Ben, what about you? Find me on Instagram at Very Dark Comedy. Chad, going around the horn. Instagram, Third Coast Nerds, 3-R-D-C-O-A-S-T-N-E-R-D-S. Actually, no, Third Coast Chad. Why do I keep hyping <laughs> a podcast I haven't produced in three years when I'm doing a podcast I'm producing now? Third Coast <laughs> Chad, <laughs> goddammit. <laughs> and you can find all my dates on gunsandliquor.com. All right. Wait, uh, thanks for coming out, V. Yeah. Is that true? Yeah. yeah. Guns and Liquor, yeah. Yeah, he really bought <laughs> gunsandliquor.com. Nice.